This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. From the free Odyssey app. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. All right, my friends, we are halfway home on a Friday. Going to keep the uh, voice down a little bit. Bob Melvin's doing his scrum right now, and I can see some very familiar faces. I see uh, Mudcat over there. I see Don Orsillo, who looks who looks fantastic, by the way. Open up the box of donuts and the I, I told him, it'll waft I, I, over. I told him we've got donuts over here, and, and you know, Don Orsillo has been uh, – he's, he's tough. He's a tough get. Tony Wynn Jr. Uh, has arrived here as well. I, he said he would jump on with us uh, at some point. Let me say goodbye to my family. The lure of uh, waffles at the hotel is, is too, is <laughs> oh, too great. there's nothing better than – Waffles at the hotel I mean, where you get to pour the batter into yeah, the machine and then yourself flip it and, and then turn it over. Yeah, it's, he it's got just, to he got to meet. It's a delight to, of travel. He got to see Musgrove and Soto and Manny, and that's really what he wanted to see. Yeah, he walked yeah, by. Yeah, he remember, said hi, and you were you trying up. to show him your chain as he walked away. You, that's right. You got to see him this morning. Yeah. Can you say what's up, San Diego? Say what's shout, up? Say shout out. He's frozen. Oh, frozen. No. Frozen. We, right. Have fun. We love you. I'll see you back it's here. Good to see you, Bo. And practice. you too, Hannah. Big gulps, huh? You guys have a safe flight back while Paul and I You'll drive. See You'll see him again. Drive the treacherous, icy roads between Arizona and San Diego this oh, afternoon. God. Love you guys. We're not jealous at all of, of Woodsy. Good job. And your flight back today. Bye, loves. <laughs> yeah, no have kidding. fun. It's going to be... Uh... <laughs> I was looking. It's, it's going to be wet. A lot of rain. I don't know that if, especially if we go through the desert and take the 10 instead of going around the way yeah. we came in. The way we came in looked, it looked like it was the middle of Colorado. I know. Yeah. You you know how to drive in the rain. You're from Seattle. And yes. I feel actually fairly comfortable in it. Well, it's fine when you go not, 15 you, miles under the speed limit. It's not yourself like that you, you have to worry about. It's the other It's the other people on the roadway that you can't control that can sometimes be a problem. Guys yeah. like me. Yes. Are you so, gonna yes. Be, you're taking the same route as me. We're going to take 10 west through like Palm Springs, and then that's my plan. I mean, I'm, I'll check I'll San check Diego. road conditions before I leave just to see what's recommended. But I'm bummed that I won't get to stop. I usually like to stop in Yuma and pick up a bunch of meat and cheese burritos from uh, Mr. G's or the Chili Pepper on the way back, and then you can get them home and freeze them. And yeah. they're like the best microwave burritos later. This is the little ones. They're different than the San Diego style, yeah, we which had I them. love. We had them last time. They were really They're really good. tasty, but uh, if I go around the long way, obviously there's no uh, stop in Yuma on I'm that a, road. I mean, it's, we, me and Paulie have put it into the uh, rotation. You know, the, That's kind of the plan when we come out for fantasy camp and all that. Uh, by the way, did you see the email, Polly? Fantasy Cup uh, registrations are oh, yeah. they're open. So if you've heard us talk about it, and I know you have. Um, it's, um, so it's for returning returning campers right now. Okay, returners. And then I believe next week or within the next couple of weeks it will be open. There's there's, there's limited, limited spots. spots. I mean, yeah. They had 64 guys Woo. out there this year, and they're not expanding the camp by a ton. Right. And most people 
that go once, come back. they come back yeah. every year. So uh, there will be a limited amount of spots, but uh, we told the team, like, yeah, we'll be happy to let them let everybody know when registration is yeah, over. Yeah, just be watching. Be watching if you're signed up for I uh, know it's hard for emails. you guys when you come back for spring training. You usually have the run of this place It's, <laughs> different. it's during different. fantasy camp. We're it's a little different. more... Um, you know, they keep us away from the key areas during spring we can't training. Just like walk into the cafeteria and start grabbing food. Yeah, food, yeah. yeah. clubhouse is only <laughs> open for a few minutes in the morning to media. Otherwise, it's players only. The training room is certainly off limits. Uh, it's all media. You can't go in there. But when you're in a fantasy camp, uh, you get to act like a player and you, you get to go you, you really you know, in the building and do everything the players get to do out here. Yeah, you really do. It's uh, it's a special time. Did and you get to use the indoor cages in oh, yeah. here when yeah. you were? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So when yeah. it was like raining and stuff. Yeah. Raining, you throw off we those bullpens that they it's throw off. Just the same off. ones it's that we same. saw Blake and Joe throwing you, off. You and... play in the stadium. I mean, it is, it's second to none, my friends. Second to none. Very exciting. Um, so we talked a little bit with Bob Scanlon yesterday when he joined us about Cole Hamels, uh, who is not going to appear in any spring training games, according to – uh, Cole Hamels himself, he said it's going to come along a little bit slowly, maybe a couple of months later. But uh, also saw a story yesterday about Ryan Weathers and and his progress and, and coming back. And he's looked he's looked a little different this spring. I think there's a little more confidence there. And and he said uh, yesterday in a piece in the UT that last year was a lot of trial and error for him. He went through the entire first half of the season basically changing grips like almost every single start to try to figure out what was going to work for him and uh you know so you know i'm excited oh my god oh my god it's happening everybody oh my god it is finally happening this is unbelievable this is a banner day on ben and woods this is a banner day on ben and woods everybody i can't believe this well first of all oh my god First of all, it's nice to be invited. I, I've never been invited oh my before. God, what? Uh, I check like all the time with Eric Meyer, who's yeah. the uh, VP of Broadcasting. Oh, uh, he hasn't been passing along our, our weekly like, requests. Hey, like, uh, what's the deal with Ben and Woods? Like, they not like me or something? I mean, like, I, I would really like to be on their show. And I mean, because I, I, I'm a I'm an early morning person. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. To have early early mornings, guy. you know, like get yeah. a jump start. I usually run. You know, like yeah, get six, a run in. between 5 and 6 a.m. Yeah. So then I get back, have some coffee, and I, and I listen to the show. Yeah, of course. Day, Who does I just right? keep waiting for the phone to ring and say, hey, would you go on with those guys? And it just never seems to materialize. Well, I, I don't know. In reality, the he's the only fisherman in the world who goes out at 11 o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah, and wonders why he never catches anything. <laughs> don't catch anything midday. I don't know why that is. With the tide going out, too. The good news yeah. is uh, now that you're here, and yeah, I'm sorry, I'm, the messages uh, must have been lost. Yeah. How about a weekly? Every yeah. week with Ben and Woods. It's wow. right there for you. I would love that. Yeah, just, so just you got to get a hold through, of Eric yeah, Meyer yeah, of the we'll Padres just pass it along and to try to get that set up. You he's know, got but, a, uh, he's I, got a, his third his third man, Eric Meyer, just the the wall, just blocking. I, I, I spent a lot of time offended, and then I got over it. I went through a couple of different stages where first I was like mad. I'm like, you know, are they not like me? Do yeah, they not you know, what is it? What is it exactly? And now. Now I'm just kind of over it and uh, just hope to be on the show as much as possible. Well, that's uh, that's kind of our, always our goal as well. Yeah. Uh, to have you to have as much Don Orsillo uh, in our <laughs> in our ears as we can get. Well, first of all, I want to start the uh, interview with uh, the fact that you look fantastic. Yes, you do. Thanks, brother. What'd you do? I appreciate it. Uh, I dropped about 24 lbs. Wow. Oh, how did you do it? Let's be honest. 
I needed to drop 24 lbs uh, last year. Who among us? We uh, traveled for the first time in two years. Yep. Uh, because of COVID, we were doing games out of our booth at home when the team was on the road, uh, both in 20 and 21. So it was a weird year from that perspective. But um, went back to traveling, and traveling is not great. It sucks for the diet. You should see what I, we put. Me and Paulie in particular. This week alone, you should see what we've put yeah, down. It, it, well, that's the thing. Disgusting. Late at night. Yep. Eating on the charter. Eating so anyway, I finished the year at my highest weight that I, I've ever been, and um, so how did I do it? Yeah. Basically, um, I started running again. Did you? Which I was walking, but I wasn't running, and I started running the beach, and I cut out some tough things: bread, oh. pasta, IPAs. Oh wow. my God! The yeah. So don't don't get the donuts that I got for Don in in particular. No longer keep him away from him. He looks great. There's nothing for the pointer to point at. No, no. The boiler right now is it'll be back. Now, so trust me, within a week or two, we'll yeah, be right back. Well, you know, now, then, is there is there pressure on mud now? Is there pressure on mud because I don't like think if so. I if I drop twenty pounds, he would be Ben would be mad. Yeah, it's he true. would be you mad. making me look bad. I believe yeah. Mud likes being fat. <laughs> I really do. I, I really do. I mean, the term fat and happy. I mean, he is both. You know, so I don't think he thinks there's a problem. Hey, don't let him, don't don't fall to the crab mentality and let him pull you back down. Oh, okay, no. you keep. He's already tried. You keep yeah. shining. He's on his third bowl of Lucky Charms <laughs> over there right now. Sugar is not an issue. Well, how excited are you to get started again? I know the, the broadcast schedule starts early today with yeah. the first game. You guys got a bunch of spring training games on the schedule, probably because demand dictates it. There's so much interest in Padres baseball. It used to be okay. Yeah, we'll do two or three spring ra- games, <laughs> then we'll show up for opening day. Now it's like P- Padres fans would be mad if you guys yeah, didn't, didn't no do at least a half a, a dozen games out here. I am so excited to be doing this. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, First of all, I'm honored, thrilled to be a part of what I think is, I guess, without question, the greatest period of, of Padres baseball history and what's going to be uh, in the next few years here, thanks to Peter Seidler, uh, thanks to so many people um, that have put this team together, and um, mainly Peter Seidler. But, let, you know, it's unbelievable. I never knew San Diego could quite be like this. You know, um, last year, yeah, really the year before even, just the electricity at Petco Park was like nothing I could have ever imagined. And then you take it to a whole new level last year. The postseason, uh, Mud and I went to the games. We didn't get the chance to do the games. Which is awful for us. We went. We yeah. had a blast. Uh, we, Peter invited us to his box. Oh, yeah. We saw uh, it, we it for really you guys cool. up there. So good. Uh, we took advantage of all the amenities uh, and uh, had a blast. And Woods so, and I were sitting there waving as well, but the camera never found <laughs> never us. Never found us. So. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's, well, I don't know what to tell you on that one. but Eric Meyer is Eric in Meyer. Yes. Kevin Eric Meyer. Yeah. He's the VP of Broadcasting. <laughs> Uh, but Fan Fest, I mean, Dude. crazy. I, I walked into Fan Fest, and uh, I came late. I had a, a thing with my son. It was his birthday. So showed up, and I walked in. I saw this I saw this massive line back on the patio, and I go, well, that's got to be for Juan Soto. That's got to yeah. be for Manny Machado. I walk. I turn around. the. It's mud and dawn, and people, <laughs> women, wi- women as far as the eye could see. Uh, it was for mud. Like, like, like it was Paul Stanley standing yeah. there signing autographs yeah. with his shirt off. It was unbelievable. <laughs> well, it was amazing. I mean, it we knew so there were going to be a lot of people that came out, um, but it, it was just so much fun to see and, and, and uh, you know, to see all the, the big stars 
be there as well. I mean, that said a lot to me, and, I, and and they really appreciate the electricity at Petco Park and what what the fans did in the postseason last year. Talking to Manny about it, I mean, they, it it brought them to a new level. No so doubt. I mean, the fans made a big difference, and I think they will this year too. We are talking finally, my God, to the great Don Orsillo uh, here on Ben and Woods. So let's talk <laughs> a little Xander Bogots. Xander Bogots. Xander Bogots. He uh, is a guy you're very familiar with. Yes, sir. And we got a chance to meet him, sit down with him. Legend already, the best. just a, a just an absolute legend yep. um, is going to be a perfect fit here for what we're trying to do. Um, did you? You've had a chance, I'm sure, to talk to him a bunch, but um, what did you tell him? Uh, so when he first signed here, um, I had the chance to do the yeah, um, the presser, the presser. Yep. And I was downstairs after he'd signed the contract. We spent about half an hour together, and he basically said, "What did I just do? You know, what, yeah. what did I sign up for?" He said, "I know what I saw in the playoffs last year. I know what I see from afar. Uh, but w- what is? Give this? me the real dirt." Yeah, yeah he was yeah. like, "What is this really like? What's the organization like? What's the ownership like? What's?" And I just gave it to him all, and I said, "Brother, <laughs> you're in the right place." That's uh, at the right time, and I couldn't be happier that he's here. Um, he broke in with my team in 2013, um, which was the last World Series uh, ring that I got. And uh, he was like, when he arrived, he was 19 uh, and was, you know, well beyond his years. I mean, he was a guy that just, it's just like, I thought he was like, you know, he acted like he was 30 and been in the big leagues a long time. So very mature, uh, very smart, um, speaks four languages, yeah. uh, is Aruban. Grew up in Aruba and uh, just came in, not wide-eyed at all, just fit in. And uh, the one thing that he did there was uh, leadership uh, to the max. Uh, he was getting guys like David Ortiz and some of the older veterans, uh, the Dustin Bedroyas, to kind of do things uh, differently, which was different from a rookie. I mean, you don't ever see yeah. a rookie do that. And he did that. You know, he was able to get those guys because he got it. He got what we do. He gets what you guys do. Yep. He understands all that. He embraces it and takes it to a new level. So uh, I'm excited about him being here as a person, number one. But number two, this guy is an all-star and a really good player. And now in the middle of this Padres lineup, I'm just thrilled to have him. Don Arcillo is with us. Andrew will be leading off in uh, the That's first awesome. game today yep. at the Peoria Sports Complex against the Mariners. Of course, a lot of the WBC guys are in there because they'll only be here right. uh, for a, a few days or so and Good then they're going to join their teams. Your thoughts on the WBC? I'm excited yep. about it. Yeah. I really am. You we know, I mean, it, uh, let's be honest. The, the timing of it not awesome but i mean when is a good time yeah, to have, right i mean first of all i think the tournament itself is really cool and i think it's a chance for major league players to represent their country and they, and you know that that runs deep you know and, and i think it's great for for major league baseball now that said when you're trying to ramp up and get ready all of a sudden you're ramping up a little earlier than you need to especially the the pitchers for me i know because man. the the six-week spring training thing is really for the pitchers now you got them like you know redlining here very early, so that, that worries me. And always the number one concern for me going into spring training is health. You know how do you come out of it? Because your roster can change dramatically if you're not healthy come opening day in spring training. Now you're playing competitive games. I mean, those are high level games, um, but I am excited to see it. It's going to be fun to watch for the baseball fan and me. Uh, turn around, turn around and look. Look at the table. You see the uh, the sun reflecting off that guy's head, and look what he's doing. You see him. He's, he's digging in. What am I missing? He's digging in for another meal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That is Lucky Charms Bowl number four yeah. by my account. Digging in for another meal. Yeah. Do, you, do you and Mud have, like, some hand signals? How does that work, you know, when you're broadcasting and you're trying to communicate with him? Because we've tried to go for five years, and Woods just gave me one. I have no idea what he meant. I, I, 
Oh, one of this? Yeah. I said I want to ask him about X. Oh, uh, is Xander. that what that was? Xander. Okay, yeah. see, I don't even know what he's doing over no, there. Five okay. years, and no, I don't our know. Our sign language yeah. is pretty good. <laughs> we, we got it down pretty good. <laughs> I'll do this one to Ben. I'll give him yeah. this one. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. still so not sure what that means. He knows what this means. Yeah. STFU. No, we usually don't talk over each other for the most part, and I know when he's going to stop and when he's going to start. Uh, the only thing that he does have uh, a little trouble with is letting me actually make a call without screaming over me. Um, but that's fan mud that I jumps would, out. I would too, man. So that it would happens be so hard all the time. For me. I'm okay with it. I really am. Him it's in fun. the background. Like, yeah! That, yeah, screaming, yeah, pounding that, the desk. Yeah, I do that, you know, too. that was Joe Musgrove, no hitter. A lot of pounding of the desk. Uh, the Camarena Grand Slam. I'm not sure you even hear me, but that's no. cool. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah, Just it's step fine. all over me. It's, it's good. good. It's fine. They're I still get paid. They're going to play your highlight montage in Cooperstown one day. It's just going to be mud stepping all, all over you. Yeah, there he is. And it's really good analysis. Like, he <laughs> breaks it right down, you know, from this expert former player analysis. If I could get Rob Manfred uh, alone in a room, I would tell him, listen, we got to get rid of blackouts in baseball, and you got to find a way to let our guys call our postseason. Yeah, I know it's not possible. It it. It takes we, – we, we ride with you the whole season. I mean, we get to the same voices, and we are so used to it, Don. I can't tell you how crappy it is to get I, to those games. I'm I like, appreciate oh, that. cool, Joe Davis, just who I wanted to listen to. <laughs> this is fantastic. I love this. Well, it's hard for me because I've done 10 postseasons for Turner. So I come in and take somebody else's local broadcast yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been on the other side of that and a lot, and it, it's – it's tough, it, it, but it, it, it pays really well. Oh, I bet it does, <laughs> man. I bet it does. I bet it does. So, I, I, you know, I, I'm in a it's rock all, and a hard place there. With but, it, but it's like you guys work your ass off the whole year. You're traveling. And then the, I know. the, the, the best payoff, part of the, year. the best part of the year, and you're like, all yeah. right, I guess we'll watch from the owner's right. box, which is has got to be tough. It is tough. Let's is get tough. together. In a big room yeah. full of Padres fans, and have you guys just call the game? We could we'll do. There are a lot of people that ask us to we'll do get you uh, paid. FaceTime. FaceTime. Yeah, we got cameras now on YouTube. We'll do a podcast, a running podcast Something. during Let's the make, games. I'm telling you, like I need um, my fix so we bad. We work it out. All right, we'll figure it out. I think that blackout thing is going away, though. I, I really yeah, do. I, I mean, I that is trending too. in that direction. There are some things that have to take place first, but I think MLB finally gets it that you know fans need to be able to stream in their own. Community. Yeah, I'd, I'd ask you about the whole Bally Sports thing, but I know that's not I don't know something you do. I, I, people always say, ask Don what's going on. I go, trust me, I'm in the business. He has no idea. They don't tell us anything about Bally either. I know, I'm and the you're just, employee, on, the, you're so just on the, the TV. Really you, don't, you don't get to know what's yeah, going on just, with any of that. We're going to show up every day to work and do the games, <laughs> and we don't know where they'll be on or Whatever, but we know what we're doing. Because that's your job, and that's exactly. what you, you're supposed to know. So stop exactly. asking Don what's no, happening. No, I don't know anything. He doesn't know, but I don't know doesn't much about know. The Padres. No, no, no. <laughs> well, that's, that's what spring training is for. Get out there and, uh, and start doing your prep for the season. I'm ready to go. Nobody Today's does it better. Don, Nobody thank you so much. You guys are the best. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you, it. Uh, we will, uh, Just have me on more often. We will. Yeah, we'll get that weekly cool. going. We're going to put Paulie, that request into Eric Meyer right now. Yeah. You have, you, I mean, you have all my contact yeah. info, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, got, my, he's got It's it, weird. My texts go unanswered, yeah. too, sometimes. It's funny. It's very strange. Really? Yeah, it's very strange. That's the right number, right? Yeah, is that it? Yeah, that's no. That's, no, no. no, that's not it. So oh, there we go. That's the wrong number. It's the, not the Boston area code. That is, that's yeah, that. yeah, that's the wrong number. Oh, there we go. All right. No now wonder. we know. No wonder. I've been uh, wanting to be on the show for, for years. <laughs> for years. Years. I thought it was personal. I'm just glad to find out it's no. not. Oh, okay, I good. love the show. Good, good. Of course. I appreciate it. I love Ben and Woods. No. Yeah. I said it. I said it out loud. Yeah, now we've got it forever. Frankie, save that clip. Yep. <laughs>
racket. Save it. Well, we had Manny sign a lifetime friendship oh, yeah. contract you see extension friendship. with Ben and Woods. He yeah. did sign an extension Yeah, he signed today. an extension Made with us with today. Ben and Woods. Yeah, Check yeah. it out. There it is. It's legal. Best friends lifetime contract. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have his attorney look yeah, at I said, no, Dan, just, can, you can text it to Dan if you want, but he, he signed it. Signed. Reed remained best friends yeah. 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 with Ben Higgins, Stephen Woods, and Pauly. Wow. Yep. It's legal. Hey, he signed signed it. That is his signature. That's his signature. Yeah, we have it on video. Signed. It has been that signed. Is, An extension so. has been signed. Yep. Isn't that great? Yep. That's all. I, and, and there's copies. We do have copies. We want to make sure. In case we spill coffee on one of them or anything, we... We can punch one up for you too. Yeah, what if you the, like. What, what, I have to ask though. I mean, what is this best friends like? Yeah. What 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 are some of the? We're going jet skiing later. Golfing yeah. maybe. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And no Just matter you know no matter what happens. Yeah. Manny's, yeah. Manny's place. Wherever wherever yeah. he goes. Wherever he goes. Yeah. And, and, unless of course it's L.A. Um, we're gonna have to rip that contract. There's a up, wives but. writer that our, our wives get to hang out with Yane nice. as well. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. We may do. We may be. She's awesome. We may do Fashion Week with him in Paris next year. I think that's already been. Talked about yeah, us in some Louis Vuitton and getting it done. Yeah, just I'm already getting my pastels for some change, Miami, Miami nightclub visits. I look good in pastel. Cos- really yes. a walking Costco ad right here. The regular guy look. I love it. The it's regular awesome. guy look. Easy money, baby. It's awesome. Easy money. I love oh, it. Thank you, Don. You uh, right, you guys. rule, my Thanks friend. Thanks so much. I appreciate, appreciate it. We're excited. It. Don Arcillo with us. Uh, we're going to take a quick timeout. Uh, we'll check traffic and then we'll be back with more. Ben and Woods from Padre spring training in peoria arizona on san diego's number one sports station 97.3 the fan i love ben and woods i said it i said it out loud we've got it forever now uh, Don Orsillo. I, I don't know. We just uh, met a, a colleague, an Odyssey colleague, Rob Bradford from yeah. WEEI in Boston. Boston's blaring over the speakers right now as well. He says he's got a new podcast uh, coming out on baseball. Baseball isn't boring, I think he called it. Nice. Uh, plus, of course, you can always check out the uh, Tony Gwynn, John Heyman podcast, uh, Big Time Baseball, every week. It comes out uh, on Thursdays, I believe. Every time you get a new podcast, check out the Odyssey app to get that one as well. I mean, it's baseball season now. This is the focus, and we're going to be locked in for the next uh, nine months or so. It's all I ever dreamed of. I know. You <laughs> waited for this for so long. I really have. I'm watching uh, watching Timmy Hill right now slinging a bullpen, and I do mean slinging a bullpen. He's at the uh, the slot nearest to us over here, and he goes so far to the side that I actually lose the ball yeah, at in the, the corner wall. of the building in the wall when he goes over there. I mean, it's just you. <laughs> Dirty. Absolutely dirty. Good stuff here at uh, so happy Padre Spring Training. We were able to get Don on. Um, he is not a uh, an early riser, and we are an early show. And uh, he just, I, if he asked me to punch somebody in the face, I would do it. I love Don Arcillo. And I think he is one of the best, if not the best, in the business of baseball. And, yeah, I, I meant what I said, man. It is, it's, it's a blow to get all the way to the postseason. You don't get to hear your favorites, you know, Don and Mud calling games. It's tough. I mean, it's, I, I'm glad that Jesse and Tony get to keep yeah. calling the games, which gives us that option. You can, it's hard, and I know people try the to sink. sink them I off on the it. TV and the radio, and that can be a, a challenge. But, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe we invite Don – to guest in for a few innings at least with Jesse and Tony during the postseason. I mean, that at would some be point. that'd be a no-brainer, yeah. uh, you know, for me. But you also don't want to encroach on on Jesse and Tony. Yeah, you know, the serious, the most serious games of the year. You want to be locked into your broadcast as well. I think a big old room with them watching the game and calling it for fans would be would be legendary. Um, 
you'd need to yeah get a, get a sponsor and, and get that done. But uh, it just it's it's a bummer to not not hear those guys at the end. Well, it's a good problem to have. It yes, means it your is. team is actually in the playoffs. It's not something that uh, Padres fans uh, got to worry about too much in the first fifty so years of franchise history. But um, yeah, the, this this season is. Uh, going to be a different sort of sort of animal, and we're looking forward to it getting started here at uh, March 30th, opening day at Petco Park. Yeah, buddy. Can't wait. Looking very much forward to it. All right, uh, we went long with Dawn, so we're going to take a, a quick time out oh, here, wow. and then okay. we'll be back. Got to get back uh, on track. Get back on track, as it were, and uh, we we'll still have Blake Snell scheduled to stop yeah. by at some point here before the end of the show. Um, if we want, we can play a little take on Woods as well yeah. to wrap up the week. So we've got all that ahead of us. Uh, don't go anywhere with more Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97 three the fan Sour 97.3 The Fan, brought to you by 5-Hour Energy. Visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Remember college? 5-Hour Energy got you through. The energized feeling you relied on back then still works today. Rediscover 5-Hour Energy. It'll get you through again. Visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Got Tony Gwynn Jr. sitting down here at the table. We're going to talk to uh, He's starting his journey today for Padres Spring Training broadcast right after a quick check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Well, maybe we're not checking traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Never mind. All right, let's just go and welcome Tony Gwynn Jr. joining us here at the Peoria Sports Complex. You just got in yesterday, correct? I did. Got in. No, I got in Wednesday. Wednesday. Safe drive? Yeah. Yeah, Friday. Okay, so Wednesday. I got in Wednesday, and um, yesterday was the first day. Kind of, it's like the first day of school, you know. Got to get to know all the new names, and I keep my media guide close to me on the just so I can check out a number just in case I don't know a name. But uh, it all starts today. New rules, everything today. Everything. Yeah, there's and, someone uh, named uh, Alfonso Rivas in the lineup today. Right, right. <laughs> Get the media guide out, Tony. Get the media guide out. <laughs> learn a little about, about Rivas and uh, hopefully uh, – Make it play well when we get into the to the announcements part. Well, so the uh, you know the thing that we've all been waiting for is games. You know, you love to. I, I could sit and watch backfield practice all day. Not everybody has that opportunity. I understand that, but uh, people will have a chance to uh, to watch the game, to listen to the game today against the Mariners. And and you're somebody that that you went through quite a few spring trainings yourself. Um, what was what were some of your your memories of spring training? Is it is it nerves? Is it is excitement a little bit of both? What was it? I, I think it's different for different sets of guys. Right? Yeah, for so sure. For, for Manny, for Nelly, Cruz, you know, those guys, they've had enough of these where they know exactly what they need. They know exactly what they're focused on right now. Nelly's got to be sick of spring training. I'm sure he is. I'm sure. <laughs> He's Nelly's be... been in so many spring trainings, man. We were just talking about it today. It's like, man, we've come so far from the spring trainings that we used to have. It's such, it's so, so much more laid back than it used to be. Is it really? It is. It is. I, I think, I think teams just have gotten smarter about how they go about it. They're not trying to bury you into the ground in the first couple of weeks. It's, it's kind of a process. So, you got the the guys like Nelly. You got the guys like Manny. But then you have some of the young guys, right? Like a, a Jackson Merrill. He's going to get a lot of opportunity um, because guys are going to be leaving, you know, for the WBC. And for him, I'm sure there are a ton of nerves. <laughs> yeah, he's dying. Uh, he, he hasn't experienced anything like this. So um, 
for him, I, I'm sure he's excited, but also nervous. I think for me, though, I mean, Jackson Merrill, obviously, he's not going to break camp with the Padres. You know, he's, he's going back to the minors. He's young. Yeah. For me, it, it would be a guy like a Brandon Dixon or a David Dahl who's here on a minor league contract and knows, I mean, these games are just as important, if not more, than a regular season game. Because if, yeah. if he doesn't show well here, he doesn't have a job right. no, this and, year. And, and those guys are probably more in the lane that I was in as a player. Like, you come in the spring and you almost need to be peaking when games start. Yeah. Um, whereas the guys like Manny, they, they want to be peaking – down the the last couple of weeks, yep. last week of the sea of the of spring training, for guys like Dixon, uh, or Dahl, they got to come out ready to go, ready to impress. And in some ways, that's the better way to to to, to go into spring, kind of with that focus. Because the the flip side of it is, if you're trying to build up, you can mistime it, or you cannot be where you want to be at the end. And then that causes other issues at that point. Sometimes, though, you get the phenomenon where a guy oh, every who year. is <laughs> locked in early because he has to be against maybe some of the pitchers who aren't going to make the big leagues, and yeah. they'll hit 420 with six homers in spring, and they make the squad, and everyone's really excited about them, and then you know, opening day rolls around, three weeks later they're hitting 175. Well, they yeah. only got three yeah. one yeah. RBI. And, That's yeah. every year almost. <laughs> yeah. It's almost every year that you get a guy who just has an unbelievable spring. Now – most of the time, it doesn't quite amount to what we think. But occasionally, you get a, a Jorge Alfaro who has a great spring and then carries it into the season. And those are a little bit rarer than, than, the, other, than the other side of that. But that's, that's all. You can almost book it. Somebody's going to have one of those type of springs. Yeah. Talking to Tony Wynn Jr. here on uh, Ben and Woods this morning. Yeah, you're talking about peaking at the right time. We asked Brett Boone about spring training when he uh, we were out here for fantasy camp. And he goes, man, there, there were a couple where I was so locked in. And then I looked at the calendar, and I was like, I got <laughs> like two weeks left, dude, before these games. And it's almost like you want to dial back, but you don't want you don't want that feeling to go away, that ball going no. into the gap and barreling everything. Yeah, you can't, you can't dial it back. No. Because for those who have played, you know that that, that feeling can be fleeting. It's very it's, fleeting. <laughs> you can't, it's, hard to, it's hard to bottle it up. So, yeah, I mean, if you happen to, to get going early, just ride the wave. Ride, it. ride the wave. <laughs> Because chances are you're putting up good numbers through the first three weeks of spring. That's going to turn enough head. I'm interested in the differences. Uh, you said this; it was it was much different back in the day, and it is more loose and relaxed. Um, you said because teams are smarter. How? What? What was different about it back then when you were in there? I mean, the day was a it seemed to be a little bit longer. Like there was a lot more focus on the fundamentals, and it, they still do that, but. There's amount of time that they're looking to do it in. Right. Whereas before, we could be out there all day. I, I almost started spring before spring training. I almost just put my cleats on and stood on concrete just to try to get my feet ready yeah. for what has happened. You look now, everything is efficient. You know, you're you're in yeah. a group. You move to the next station, and I, I you know I think towards the end of my career, spring training was much more like it is now. But early on. You know, it was it, was, it was a grind. grind. It was definitely he, a grind. You know, Bob Melvin said something about that uh, the other day that really stuck with me that I had never thought about. But um, he was asked about Ryan Christensen, who's now the associate manager, right. the promotion from bench coach. And they said, well, what are his responsibilities that are different? And Bob goes, none at all. It's, it's just <laughs> same job, new title, maybe a little pay bump. But he's doing – but he said – but. You, people don't realize he sets the schedule. Yeah, he uh, yeah. organizes everything down to the minute. And Bob goes, 
I rely on him so much. Everything out here works so efficiently. We are like clockwork out there at stations and moving around. And I, I had never even thought about the the work and preparation that needs to go into each day of yeah. spring training to make sure it's just not chaos out here. Right. It's chaos. And, and, and listen, that prob- probably is the most important job of any coach during spring training is is the, the layout of how things are going to roll. Now, I looked at their schedule yesterday when I came in. I tell you. I'd have been stuck looking at that board for like 15 minutes. <laughs> it's trying, confusing. Trying, Calculus. Trying to understand exactly where the moving parts. I had, Jesse had to break it down to me a little bit yesterday. <laughs> he had been here for a while. But that is, you know, you, you hear it a lot. And the, the, the bad springs I had in terms of how grindy it was, was generally because the schedule wasn't a fluid schedule. And it wasn't just me complaining. But it was a lot of guys complaining about it. So I think they just got so so much better at planning the the day and making sure everybody know now still up to the players to go check that board and see what group yep. they're in and see how they show rotate. up on time and, and every day i promise you if you go on that field somebody comes straggling into the wrong group and somebody hey you gotta you're on field two <laughs> it never fails but, but uh, it, it's certainly they do a good job ryan christensen does a really good job putting it together you know guys you keep guys happy you keep guys locked in the day goes by a lot faster. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, talking to Tony Gwynn Jr. here on Ben and Woods uh, this morning. And uh, I wanted to ask you, too, There's there's got to be a couple of parts of spring training where, I, I no offense to Will Myers, but we all heard the audio clip of, oh, we got to do cutoff drills in September, dude. There's got to be a couple things out there where you're like, all right, we're really doing Like, I, I saw them, they had a base running group yesterday. I'm glad you brought that up. It's okay. We know how important base running is, but I'm watching Manny out there like, taking the turn, the wide turn at first. Here's, I'm like, oh, you know he hates this. You guys this. are asking about how things have changed. Yeah. It used to be that when they needed to do first and thirds or they needed to do cuts and relays and they needed runners, the outfielders had to do it. Oh, God. The big league outfielders Big league had outfielders. To do it. And so that's changed now. Now they bring the young guys over or they don't have anybody running. But in terms of, of what you were asking about, was he – I would say it's the running part. Now, for me as a base runner, I took that pretty seriously, so that wasn't a thing that really bothered me. But from some of the other dudes who don't necessarily run the bases, that's the last thing they want to do. Speaking of outfield drills, you were obviously one of the the best defensive outfielders in the game when you played. Fernando Tetis Jr. is transitioning out there. I saw a drill yesterday where, you know, he's going back toward the wall and then, kind of does a one hop and then reaches for the wall to, to I mean some of the little things yeah. like what would you, what would you be saying to Fernando Tatis Jr as he's trying to learn the intricacies he's obviously super athletic right. and he's going to be great out there but there are there are other little kind of things that you do need tricks, yeah. need to learn about playing the outfield I, I think the reps are, are going to be his most important thing and it's not just taking fly balls not just taking ground balls but as we get into the regular season, getting to know your stadiums, especially playing in right field where you're dealing with the right field line, you're dealing with all kinds of different, you know, right fields in terms of, uh, of the dimensions. And getting to know that will give him more comfort early. So I would suggest, I know something my dad did a lot. He came into a new stadium, and even when it wasn't a new stadium, he'd have balls hit in that corner. He'd have balls hit off the wall. He'd have balls hit close to the wall so you can start to, you know, understand the steps that it takes to, to get to the wall. Uh, but his athleticism will take care of most of it. And as long as he's willing to get out there. Instincts. Instincts, yeah. right. As long as he's able to get out there early and, and get the reps in, the small intricacy parts, 
I think he'll be able to make the adjustments. Plus, he's got a pretty good outfitter next to him in Trent Grisham no that, doubt. Can, that can certainly help him in, in those areas. And Trent's a guy, uh, Tony, that, that I, I know I'm pulling for. I think everybody is. Uh, what we saw last year out of Trent was was not Trent Grisham, you know, no, and, and no. you saw a spark in the playoffs certainly and wouldn't have advanced without him. Uh, he was phenomenal. And then you see that talent in there. He's got a he's got a look in his eye. He looks a little more comfortable this year. He looks pretty happy uh, to be here. And and you know I think there's a, a confidence about him. He put in a lot of work with with Matt Carpenter. He said in the off season too. So I'm excited about him. And nowhere to go but up. I didn't know he worked with Carpenter. Now it explains the mustache. Yes, he's yeah. Been rocking, yeah. Uh, rocking it, well, he's got one too. I see yeah. you got one. Yeah. <laughs> he went. He joined the club over there. Um, yeah, you know what? From I'm a I'm a big fan of Trent, and I think what you saw last year during the regular season was was as low as I think you'll see from, from Trent offensively. Um, but what I loved about him was despite how bad he was offensively, he never took it to the defensive side. It's so hard, And that's hard, how you win right? a gold glove, yep. right? If he had taken his experience of, of offense into the on the defensive side, he's not walking around with another gold glove. And uh, the way he performed in the playoffs certainly made me feel like this year, even if it's not his best season, it won't be what we saw last yeah. year. I seem to remember, and this might have even been before you were born, when I was a Padres fan, your dad showing up one year just with the full mustache, yeah, yeah. going with that look. And it that, wasn't before it, I was born. You was were there. You remember that one? I, so you I got... remember seeing and remember that scratchy uh, mustache he had on his face. You know, it, it really scared me off of ever having one yeah. of my own, honestly. Uh, but I, I definitely remember the mustache. I know. I was <laughs> relieved when he went back to the clean-shaven Tony Gwynn. That was a fan because I was going, oh, no, he's my favorite that player, was, but I don't as, know that I like that look. That was as edgy as Tony Gwynn got right there, the mustache. <laughs> he shows up to camera and like, whoa. What's wrong with G? Somebody, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was his midlife crisis is growing a mustache. 100%. It's so funny because last night I'm on Twitter and I'm, I'm looking through and there's a video, a video of, of your dad doing the, hey, you get your foot down, you get your hands back, and I'm good. I'm like, man. In his Aztec get up? Yeah, yeah. get up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, He's, you know, I, I see that clip a lot. It kills know, me. It, 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 it makes me miss him, obviously, but it's a, it's a reminder of, of how simple he kept hitting. Yes. And today's world where you got so many different things going on, I think sometimes it can it could it could fog a, a hitter's head he, up. He makes it sound like it's so easy. He's yeah. like you just don't get on your front side and get the foot down, you're stepping on a pillow. All of the stuff he said <laughs> was factual, but Yeah. It's his he delivery. Had, he, it he was had his an delivery to make it look easier <laughs> yeah, than it actually dude. is. His delivery, most of us don't have. His delivery was like, guys, come on, what are, what are we doing here? I mean, just get your foot down and knob to the ball, and you're good. You guys, have, I, I don't know if you guys heard the story. One, my junior year uh, at San Diego State, he was really frustrated with a, a, a batting practice there, and he was saying, giving us the same spiel: "Man, take your, get your foot down, take your hands back, get your foot down, take the swing." And it wasn't going well for us. So he said, you know what, I'll do it. I'll get in. He, this guy hadn't swung a bat in, I don't know, a year at this point, maybe a little bit longer. And he gets in there, and it's hard to it's hard to counter anything he's saying when a guy who hasn't swung a bat in a year gets in the box and the mid-flight of the ball is telling you where it's going. Yeah. So, you know, it's like. He's like left center, like, yeah, right like, center. Watch <laughs> out as the ball goes back over <laughs> the pitcher's head. True story. And so, you know, you got to. As I used to tell him, I was like, "Dad, I, I just I know I grew up. I, I, you're my dad. I've grown up with you my entire life. 
everybody doesn't see the ball the same way no. you see it. It's, no. The release. Just, just get to the release, the release point. Thing. Bro, I've never picked up a release point in my life. Like, I've never I watched. Spin. I remember he came and talked to us in A-ball, and he was like, you know, when your hand gets above here and you've got the hands covering it, it's change up, and it's like, I put my hands like, I'm pretty sure nobody in here sees any of that. <laughs> That's 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 just you. There was, no, you guys don't see the, the finger. The fingers, the, nah, the nah, knuckle we curve. We see spin, but we don't see any of that other stuff you're talking about. There is a video that was once again going around Twitter of uh, him getting a double off Randy Johnson oh, in the playoffs. Yeah, my just God. flicking his wrist onto the nastiest slider that's Sick. not even on the plate. Uh, and I, that, that everyone's mind-blowing to me, even today. <laughs> On a pitch that 100 out of 100 major leaguers strike out on. Oh, yeah. And oh, he yeah. hits a double down the line oh, off yeah. of Randy Johnson in the playoffs. Uh, last thing for me, I saw Jesse wandering around. You got your reps coming in. Now, you do so many games. Oh, there we got traffic. traffic what in the world? There it is. <laughs> just fired. It's <laughs> all right, Frankie. You're Italian okay. Paul. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to traffic. Don't worry. Just, uh, you know, how long do you get back into a rhythm with Jesse? Is it the first day? Is it a, no, it a took, week or two? No, it took two or three games yeah. before both of us felt, you know, comfortable again. Um in this year, it might take longer because you know all the new rules. Man, we may not have the time like yeah. we normally. Do. It's a lot to yeah. keep up to with. Of, it is. Kind of Analyst job has got to be a lot faster. You gotta, you yeah, gotta be on. you know, it's a small window now. So, uh, but I'm looking forward to. It. I, I, I'm really excited about the new rules and and how it's going to affect the game. All right, well, Tony, thank you so much. Obviously, I've got to get that check of traffic yeah, in yeah. because <laughs> Frank is chomping at the bit back there. So uh, we'll be listening at 105 today. You and Jesse, game one against the Mariners. Thank you, fellas. Tony Gwynn Jr. Now, let's check that traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. No, no, no traffic now. Okay, on well, there fire. <laughs> we are on fire. This Mid is live, form. live remote radio at its absolute finest. Uh, here from Padres Spring Training in Peoria. It's okay. We'll, we'll figure it out, and we'll definitely be listening when uh, Tony takes the microphone this afternoon against the Mar- yeah, Mariners. Yep, they're the Mariners. I got, yeah. uh, I got their lineup, too, if you want it. Yeah, uh, we got a minute here. All right, let me bust, lay, it, lay it on us. Let me bust that out for you here. Scott the Services lineup. We are going to be running out. They are going to be running out there today. All right, so you've got uh, leading off Colton Wong. He'll be playing second base. Julio Rodriguez in the two-hole okay. in center field. Superstar Ty France, former Padre. Three-hole playing first. Teoscar Hernandez, right fielder. Uh, Eugenio Suarez, third base. Jared Kellenick, left field. Tom Murphy catching. J.P. Crawford at short. And Mike Ford, the D.H. Pretty pretty substantial lineup yeah, there. Yeah, two pretty representative lineups of these teams. Not everybody in there, but a lot of them in there. So, uh, yeah, getting started with a bang here at spring training. Uh, we'll be back. Final hour of Ben and Woods still to come. Sammy Spring Training still hoping to, uh, to catch up with Blake Snell as well before we pack it on up. Head on out on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.